Today we get to send out. In, in Acts 13, there's the situation. The apostles are gathering and they like being together. And then God speaks a word. It says, set apart for me, Barnabas and Paul. Set apart for me. There's sometimes a moment and a setting apart in the Bible where God says, actually, I'm asking you to set apart for me. Not for the purposes of man. Not for a church organization. Not for a brand. Not for a person. Set apart for me. That the kingdom of God would advance. And today we are sending out our friends. Flip, he's sitting there and you're sitting there. I can't look anywhere. <laughs> I normally I can pick a spot. And, uh, but the, my, our friends, Wayne and Jane Barthas, who maybe many of you do know and maybe you don't know, behind the scenes in the life of a church like ours, there's a leadership team. Bible calls an eldership team and says that he, uh, he anoints and calls elders to lead in this space. And part of that leading uh, is, is not just full-time. Most of the team are marketplace, and they work jobs and big jobs and pressure jobs and conferences and all sorts of stuff on the go. And then and a few of us are full-time and have the privilege, but, but it's a team that leads this church and God governs and guards the future and the life of what God pours into the life of this community. It's a team who fights for this church and pray who fights for the people of this church, sometimes by fighting for them and fighting for their futures, even when they don't want it. And, um, and, and in their team, there have been this couple, Wayne and Jane Barthas, for the last, how many years? Seven years. And uh, a profound gift to the life of this church. The Bible says God gives good gifts. And leadership, I know for many people when the word leadership is mentioned, it's received as a bad gift. As something that's hurt me, as something that's challenged me, as something that's let me down. It may be something, it, it could be political leadership or financial leadership or others, and, and maybe even in the church. And yet the Bible says God gives leadership as a good gift for our lives. And when we receive leadership in our lives, it'll be a blessing. Not a controlling hand like another controlling force in our life. No, guiding, governing, and guarding the forward momentum and movement of the church. And, and years ago, seven years ago, God added this couple. So today, we don't only send them out into the more that they have for them. And the awesome thing is they're not moving to Uzbekistan. I've been in church where always when they left, they went to like the most exotic places. You're like, somehow that's just never on the route. I've, I've, and so you end up saying goodbye, and it's not that with this couple, which is amazing. They are still living. I can give you their address, their phone number. You can visit them anytime. Anytime you can go. They especially like midnight visits. And... Um, and, and, uh, and, and they're going to be ministering here in, in the area of the noon. But, but there is a necessary leaving today. Necessary. That is necessary both for them and all that God has for them and the mission and the mandate in, uh, in the noon in the area that they have been ministering for the last 12 years. It's necessary. And it's also necessary for our hearts. And I fought it a little bit, to be brutally honest. I don't want to... Say goodbye. I don't like saying goodbye. I, um, I love this man and I love this lady. They have fought for you in ways you don't know. He's cried tears. Wayne doesn't speak a lot always. But when he starts to pray for this community, you see a lion roar. I've seen it on Tuesday mornings at 6 o'clock in the morning here when it's cold. And I've heard a lion roar over this community. And I know those prayers. I've seen God move his hand upon this house. On the people of this church. I know that. I've seen him roar over people as he sits with them and counsels. And Jen, 
just incredible counsel and order and peace in chaotic situations. I've seen them. And so today, to say goodbye is hard. But what I want to tell you is if it was any different, something would be wrong. See, I love seeing them sit there every week on my right. I know that Wayne and Jen will be on my right. I know that Quentin will be on my left. And, and Louise in her platforms depends. Sometimes I see her, sometimes I don't. And um, <laughs> I know that it's... That, and, and, and Bunty and Impel and the people around. And, the, uh, uh, and, and when we say goodbye, it should be hard. And yet we're living in a church world and world aquarium where it's moving around and it's like there's... People move and we never plant, so it's never sought to leave. But I'm telling you, you also never get the fruit, the fruitfulness, the nutrients that are in the soil of a community when you plant yourself. And I promise you this, there is no perfect community. I promise you this. You're never going to find the community with the best preacher in the world and the best worship leader in the world and, and the best seats in the world and the best coffee. It just That doesn't exist. But there is the perfect father and his community. And, 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 and the perfect father, although he's perfect, didn't get perfect kids. He just got us. And so he puts us together. He says, I want you to be family. I want you to fight for it. I've seen this man do funerals. I've seen him pay a price. I've seen him pay financial prices, time prices, emotional prices. To sow into the kingdom of God. Not in a brand called Life Changes. So the kingdom of God will keep advancing. And so today we are, I know I'm crying and it doesn't make sense. Zach, Ben keeps comforting me, then Zach comforts Ben. So it's all a bit of a mess in the front row here. Yeah. Um, but today we are celebrating and sending out and releasing. So I want to ask you, we've got a few photos we're going to show. Then I'm going to ask Wayne and Jen to come and chat for a few moments. And then we'll wrap it all up and send them out with courage in our souls. And I'm going to be crying less by then. Is that all right? <laughs> Let's watch the pictures. Told you, get the tissues time. ready. Um, good morning. Um, it's really so cool to have you here. 
My name is Wayne, and this is my beautiful wife, Jen. And we've been saying that for years. As long as there's been online, that's what we've been doing. And, but it is an incredible privilege to stand here. I don't stand here by my own strength. I stand here because of my Savior, Jesus Christ. There is no other name but the name Jesus. And I want to really just speak a little bit about who we are as a couple. And we've been journeying for 12 years. And like I said to Mark, we're the only elders that has two ministries <laughs> in the church. <laughs> Soup Kitchen as well as Life Changes Church. But we won't give it up for anything else. We love this church. We love her. When we started here, we came here, we thought, uh, it's just white people. Um, and it was just us. And then I said to Jane, this church is... To be is clear, we didn't think that. Only I noticed that. I didn't. I do speak for the house, so... Um, and, uh, and, and again, we realized that sometimes... I just want to encourage you this morning that when you come into this church and you have an issue with anything in this church, God has sent you to resolve it. Not to walk away, not to say I don't like that church, but he's actually brought you as the gift because that's what he made you notice more than anything else as a gift to his bride. So I wanna encourage you this morning, do not judge the church. Come and help out and serve. Do you want to say something before I continue? (laughs) Give him a momentum while he's not crying. (laughs) We found ourselves at a crossroads early this year. Um, We've been serving in the life of the church. We've been serving in the noon, in Site 5 specifically, for 12 years. And in the beginning of this year, in fact, it was a year-long journey with Mark and Gabe wrestling with what needs to happen in our lives and how we're going to pursue what God had called us to. And with great wisdom, we said to them, we're planting next month. And with great wisdom, they said, no, (laughs) that's not a good idea. Don't use the word plant. (laughs) And so it took us a year-long journey from last we met with Mark and Gabe to get to this point where God has brought us back to what he called us to. And I want to just read out a scripture that clarified what we've been called to in this church. In fact, for God's church. Jeremiah 6.16, a scripture that was given to me by a good friend, Rory Dyer, says this. Stand at the crossroad and look. Ask for the ancient path, God's original intention over your life. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest in your soul. And we had to look back how this thing started and what God originally called us to, and we realized it was a ministry in the noon. Those action words stand, look, ask, 
walk and rest are so important when God calls you. It is one of the pivotal things for us as we journey, and perhaps it's an encouragement for you if one day you need to walk in all that God has called you to, is to stand at the crossroad and ask. The call of God was evident when we did that Move Again series, and there was a stirring in our hearts. We started feeling uncomfortable. As Moses takes the Israelites out of Egypt, we started thinking, where are you going? But God promises his presence, his power, his provision, and that there's purpose for you. And we had to take hold of all of that for ourselves and understand God's calling. And when he calls us, he's with us. He says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I will be with you till the end of time. That does not depend on Wayne Barthes, nor Genevieve Barthes, nor this church. It totally depends on him. Because he makes the promise. I don't. And so with that anchoring us, we thought this is the right season to do what God had called us to. I want to say a few things that are important for us as we journey to this new place that God has called us to. Firstly, in this journey, we had to be patient. Do not rush off when God calls you to anything, but be patient. Keep on serving in the waiting. Now, I know that stuff, but this is almost an encouragement for all of you because really, I can't stand here and just talk about us, but I'm going to. But I just want to say one thing. Keep on serving in the waiting. Some of us are far gone into where we're going and what we're going to do out there. But keep on serving in the waiting. There is power in that. Keep on praying and listening. I think we had to listen for a whole year sitting with Mark and Gabe. And we had to listen. Some of it was good. Some of it you don't, don't want to hear. But it was good to our souls. It was good because it was encouraging to understand what God is doing. Keep on praying and keep on listening. Stay in the word of God. Stay in the word of God. His word sanctifies us. Stay in the word of God. And fifth, stay in community. I think one of the greatest things for us leaving here is the fact that we'll still be connected. You you won't understand how that settles us. Community, this community, this church, whom we love so dearly, the Golden Girls, Oh, man, I love you. I do. I really do. Someone needs to sit with you and have a chat and have coffee. There are friends here and people here that I've met over the seasons that has been absolutely incredible to us. You're a blessing. Please believe it. You're a blessing. Wally Gersmeyer said, um, most of the time we live... Sorry, let me get there. Are you guys okay? We make a living by earning, but we create life by giving. We make a living by earning, but we create life by giving. 
That's the marker of this church. There's a DNA running through this church of giving. I've seen with each and every person, this eldership team that Mark spoke about, they've been with us through so many difficult times in this church. 12 years ago, a redhead ran after me right there in that corridor. And he said to me, we are going to Zimbabwe. And I said, hold on, let me first pray for you. <laughs> and we prayed in that corridor, but I could see fire, not his hair, just in his soul. And I want to say thank you for that. <laughs> because Gabe and Fee, you are an incredible, incredible couple. You are remarkable in the way you loved my family. And whenever you speak about Zach, <laughs> whenever you speak about Zach, I see the goodness of God all over again. Your heart that pop around and giving us a coffee just because you thought of us, you're amazing. I trust you. We trust you. To Quentin and Louise, you've seen our best and you've seen our worst. And you've been there for my family. You've loved us. You've been anchors to us. And we want to say thank you. There's so much more I want to say, but I've got 15 minutes. <laughs> and to Mark, there's only one person crying more than I do. <laughs> it's that man there. But I've seen this man run around in the middle of the night. The first thing we received when he knew that we were doing or going for an adoption with our little boy, Zach, he phoned every single day. He supported us financially. You cried over us. You loved us. That's who you are. That's what this church has. I hope they know that, what they have in you as a leader in this church, yeah. someone that will fight yeah. for his people. We love you, but what are we doing? We are planting a community in the noon, and now you can see me smiling because <laughs> it brings great joy to know that we're doing this firstly as a community but above everything else, because God had called us. And what a privilege to be called by Him. I think you can talk and I'll take a break. I want to say thank you. I really, really want to say thank you. This is completely overwhelming for us. My besties know that I don't even like being called on my birthday, so this is a bit wow. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so I've 
when Wayne said to me that I need to speak as well, I had to write it down, otherwise I would just lose my mind completely. So I thought I'd tell you about where this all started and where we are going and what we are doing. Um, and as Wayne said, 12 years ago in May, we started what is now known as Faith Village, and it started as a lowly soup kitchen on a field which moved to Dinoon, and it's been running successfully for 12 years, but it started because God spoke. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne heard God speaking, and he felt God saying, feed my people. And our, what do you call it, our tagline for, for Soup Kitchen has always been feeding the people of Dinoon with soup, bread, and the word of God. And that is really who we want to be in Dinoon. Um, so that was 12 years ago in May, and I want to tell you about, about prophetic words that were spoken over us. We ran Soup Kitchen, and Sally one day brought um, a pastor there that we had never met before. We didn't know him, and we didn't even know why he was there. But he joined us for Soup Kitchen that day in the heart of Site 5, and then came to our home afterwards. And he, he called Wayne and I out, and we were still in a very traditional church back then, and he said to us, I have a prophetic word for you. And I was a little confused because I didn't know what that was, having grown up in a very traditional church. But he laid hands on us and he said to us that I'm ordaining you as pastors today because I believe that God is calling you to something bigger and I believe that he's calling you to lead a church. And he spoke these words of life over us. And even though I didn't understand it, it was a seed that was planted in our hearts then. And a few months later, Another traveling pastor came along and he baptized Dwayne and I. And then he spoke these same words over us. And I was like, what is this, Lord? These people don't know us. So there was a bit of unbelief and, yeah, but we received the word. So there was more seeds planted and a bit of watering that time. And that was just before we came to Life Changes. And when we came to Life Changes in that same year, towards the end of the year, it was just a significant move for us. And it's been the most incredible journey being part of this incredible community. We've made some of our very best friends here. We've, yeah, we've, we've walked a long road. So this is by no means easy. This is one of the hardest things we've yeah. ever had to do. Um, and then seven years ago, we got ordained almost, two year, almost to the day, actually. We were ordained unto eldership on the 13th of September. We were being prayed out on the 11th. And... Yes, almost seven years to the day. And at that point, another prophetic word was spoken over us by a woman in this community who was one of two voices who prophesied about the Mulnerton plant. And if you don't mind, I'll just read a bit of what she said at that time. I'll just read two short extracts. She sent a lot. Um, but she said, I feel like God is giving you the grace, anointing, and wisdom to pass to communities. I feel faith village will be replicated into other nations down the line. And that through this, you're going to see entire regions transformed. This is not even about your social ministries. I feel that folk are going to visit projects you are involved in and won't know quite how to label it. Is it a church? Is it an NGO? Is it a social ministry? What is it? But it will be about transformation of individuals and communities at every level. There will be a really strong intermeshing of the gospel in word and works. You guys definitely haven't come onto eldership as interns, but I feel that this is a time for you guys to grow and learn quickly. You both have such teachable hearts, and I feel like this is a season for exponential growth, that you are on eldership for this community of LCC, but also for you to learn to lead a church of your own in the future. 
I feel like this is a time of intense mentorship for you guys, where the strong leadership gifts you guys already have will be sharply and specifically honed. I feel like there is an urgency in this, that you are not going to be at LCC Tableview for many more years. There's going to be a quick raising up and releasing. I feel that God is calling Joseph and Daniels, and he's positioning us corporately to speak in both in word and action prophetically to this, to this city, to have it in our hearts to pass to this city. So that was the third prophetic word that we had received. But the most important thing for us was that God spoke to us first, and he commissioned us. Hmm. And the prophetic words for us were just... They served as encouragement and they served as wind to ourselves when we started doubting and having unbelief. So we've been running Faith Village for 12 years and we've been at Life Changes Church for 12 years and we've been on the eldership team for seven years. And when and I are not massive on the whole celebrating this is our six month anniversary and all of those <laughs> things, but there is biblical significance to the numbers seven and 12. And seven is completion or perfection, and 12 is perfection and authority. And it's with that that we enter into this new season Thank of you, adventure. And as scary as it is, we trust in God that his timing is perfect and that he's brought to completion what he wanted to achieve in us in our season at Life Changes Church. And we realize that we don't make a lot of noise about what Faith Village is up to, and you won't find us picture, putting pictures of ourselves on social media at Faith Village. So I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you what Faith Village has been doing for the past 12 years. And so as you all heard, in 2010, we started the soup kitchen. And it's impossible to count how many people have been impacted by this ministry. But you can try and do the maths over 12 years. At the end of every year, we give up 250 party packets to the kiddies and 300 with your partnership, That's grocery right. buckets to the that's right. The adults of mm. Danone. So multiply that over 12 years, and that's a whole lot of people that have been impacted. Currently, we have about 40 to 50 kiddies under 10 joining us every second week at the soup kitchen. We have about 30 to 40 kids from 11 to 17 years old in our youth ministry, and about 30 to 40 adults mm. that come to be ministered to yeah. every second week. And just that's being added to every time we have soup kitchen. Just yesterday we had a guy named Barnabas joining for the first time. And we shall receive him as our son of encouragement. We've already got a shepherd, we've got a prophet and a prince. That's, that's the men in the soup kitchen ministry. And then of course we do feeding them. But another leg of Faith Villages, in 2016 I heard the call of God and I felt him saying start a reading room. And this focuses on literacy and fine motor skills for little kids in Danoon. And the reading room has been running successfully ever since 2016, mm. except for 2020 where I wasn't allowed access because of COVID. And here we are impacting 40 kids per year. I've got four teachers that I've trained who are spending one-on-one -on -one time with kids after school and training them up. And that's been six years, which means that 240 children have been impacted by the Ministry of Faith Village. And I thank God for that. And in 2021, Wayne felt God saying, start a training academy. And again, we have to be obedient to what God is saying. So we've been so blessed to be able to employ the best barista in Cape Town. Come on. Ollie's here. And Ollie is doing such a remarkable job of upskilling the people of Danone, giving them a hope and a future and something to work towards, which has been such a blessing. We've also run a work readiness program, 
And over the last year, more than 20 people have come through our training academy, our training academy, which the potential is just endless. Yeah. And now again, God has spoken in 2022. And this is where Faith Village Church starts. Yeah. And we trust that over the years, as we've heard God's voice for Faith Village and walked in obedience, he has brought fruit. And we pray that this will multiply in the next season for Faith Village. So that's what Faith Village has been about for the past 12 years. And we wanted you to know what you are releasing us into. This is not something that's happened overnight. We were in an hour like, okay, this needs to happen now. It's actually been a community of us for 12 years. It doesn't make the leaving year any easier. This is our home. This is our family. And we are going to miss you guys incredibly much. But mm. ladies, I hopefully we'll still see you at the Arise events. Yes. And Mark, you're going to have to arrange some men's camps so that <laughs> my husband can go away with you for the weekend. But you are still... That's us, that's Faith Village, and that's where we're heading, you guys. It's great. We are not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of Christ unto salvation, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile, for therein lies the righteousness of God. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. God had called us, there's a need in Danun, and we are going. Harriet Tubman, an African-American slave, said this, I set a thousand slaves free. It could have been a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves. God is sending us to deliver a people, to bring freedom, to love, to show the Father's heart, to make Him known and manifest his name amongst the people of Danun. There is no other way. There is no other way. We are going to preach to the brokenhearted, to the desolate. When I was 16 years old, 15, 16, 17, this was my prayer. Lord, I pray for the, I pray for the sick, the poor, the needy. I pray for the hungry, I pray for the brokenhearted, and I also pray for the rich. For three years I prayed that prayer, and then God said, I'll give you the right to go and live it out. That was 16, more than 30 years ago. A beggar begs according to his needs but a king gives according to his kingdom. God doesn't want to send second best. God doesn't want to send second hand. God wants to send his best. And we needed to receive that amongst ourselves as a couple. We needed to minister that into our hearts because he sent us there, we need to accept that we are his best for the noon. There are people dying. They are fatherless. Two out of every three kids live without a father in that place. Two out of every three kids. I asked them, where's your dad? 
They just shrug their shoulders. Don't know. That's what we are facing. That's where we are going. And we want to go there with joy. How do we know what is the good and perfect and pleasing will of God? When there's power, when his presence is there, when there's provision, and we have a purpose. If you ever want to know what the good and pleasing and perfect will of God is, you might want to test those things in your journey. Romans 14 speaks about his kingdom, which is righteousness, peace, and joy. Another test we had to sit down and and ask ourselves, is there righteousness? Yes, because the word of God is being preached, Christ is being lifted high, and souls are being saved. Is there peace? There is peace. Is there joy? There's a whole lot of joy. You see those kids come there, they don't come there for soup and bread, because yesterday someone said, I don't like the soup. I said, you know what, you get, get the... <laughs> but there's an authentic lifestyle for kids who just want community. The mamas are coming and men are joining. Every single time we have church, the men are joining. Barnabas, our new addition. Elvis, there's an Elvis, people. Come on, I'm no longer the best dancer. But I want to tell you that there's a joy there of a people who is hungry for the word of God. Because yesterday, when I said, take out your Bibles, and I did that so deliberately, there were about five or six people with Bibles, and the others were taking screenshots of the word. Screenshots. How desperate are we to take screenshots of the word? There's a need. We need partnership. We need love. We need friendship. But most of all, we need prayer. And I want to encourage you today. Psalm 115 verse 1 says this. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, But to your name goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. We don't want to be successful. We want to be significant in the kingdom. We don't want to be successful. We want to be significant in the kingdom. Sometimes what success is to man is insignificant to God. We must be so careful. But we want to walk with him, hear his voice and continue to pursue what he has for us. I want to say thank you to the Soup Kitchen team who's here today, every Saturday. I did not beg them to come. I, did not, I don't beg them to come to Soup Kitchen. That's just who they are. They are the Life Changers crew. I want to let you know that that's a Life Changers crew that's there on a Saturday. And I want to give you a big up this morning for serving with us, for going with us. Saturday mornings, come on, it's like the greatest day of the week, you know, like Saturday morning, Gable say Sunday. I know how we feel, some of you. (laughs) But I want to say, well done for coming out. 
And then I want to honor my brother. Gavs, you'll probably say don't. But the Bible says, humble yourself under the hand of the Lord and he will exalt you in due time. God does what he needs to do. But I want to say thank you. As I've loved this church, you've loved this church. I want to say thank you for being my butt. That I can call you at any time. You ask no questions, a man of very few words. That makes me nervous when I speak to you. You don't say anything. But a man who's blessed us. You've blessed my wife. You've taken care of my wife. And you've loved my family. And you've always been there. And I want to say thank you, Gavin. Thank you for being my brother. I love you. I want to end off with this prayer. Psalm 90. <clears throat> but before I want to say that, there were two men. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. There's two men that walked a journey with me when they heard we were leaving this church. Not leaving, that sounds so harsh. No, not leaving, stepping into. They, they walked with me um, every, every week. They would call me. They would come and visit me. Bunty, I want to honor you. You walked with me every single week. And if you couldn't make our Friday date, <laughs> you would call. And you challenged me. You spoke life. You questioned. That's just who you are. If you don't know who Bunty is, that's who he is, by the way. The eldership team was like, but he's going to ask a lot of questions. So it's like, but you've done that for me. And I want to say thank you for journeying with me when it was really difficult for me to understand what was happening. You did that. And then to Chris DeVette, a man who I've come to love and know, and uh, a man who randomly takes me for golf because he knows I can't afford it. <laughs> um, that was just there and speaking life as well. So let me just tell you, they weren't biased to me at all. They challenged me. They questioned me, and at, at some stage, they almost aligned me to what God says and rather what I was feeling. And I want to say thank you to my bud, Chris, as well. And then I want to say thank you to Mark again. When we lost and had two miscarriages, <laughs> You were by our side. Nothing kept you back. That's who you were to us. That's who you are to us. And I want to say thank you. It will never be forgotten. Never. The way you walked us through that journey. I love you, my friend. It started with us playing toe-toe together in the pool. It's a long story. But... <laughs> I want to end off with this prayer. And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Psalm 90 verse 17. Amen.
I realize we've gone a little bit longer today. I hope that's okay. We have cupcakes for everyone afterwards. And there's no beach day today anyway, so you're right. Can you turn your eyes to the screen? We've got two more things. We've got a quick video I want to show, and then we'll send out our friends into this glorious future. Wayne and Jen, um, what an amazing day to be able to share with you guys. And you know that you are our closest friends. We go way back, much longer than life changes. And it's been a privilege to walk with you guys for yeah. all of these years. You have been there with us every step of the way. You've prayed with us, cried with us, laughed with us, seen miracles with us. And um, yeah, we are so grateful to be able to call you friends. And we're so excited to see this amazing 12 year in the making journey and vision come to fruition. And we just know that God has got amazing things planned for you. And um, yeah, we're so excited to see the next step and the next phase. We'll be right there with you, um, walking alongside you, journeying with you. And this is not goodbye because we'll still see you all the time. You're our closest friends. So yeah, we love you lots. And thank you so much for everything you've imparted into our lives. And yeah. we are blessed and privileged to talk, call you our friends. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, where, where would I be without you guys? started a life group because I had too many questions about God and yeah, I don't think I ever thanked you for that. So yeah, thank you. Um, you guys are amazing. We know that you guys will do great. And like Lee said, we will be there behind you guys, praying for you guys, rooting for you guys. Hey, Wayne and Jen. Sure, we just love you guys so much. We so believe in you. Uh, you guys are just have such incredible hearts, such amazing character. And we cannot wait to see what God has in store for you, uh, to be a part of it, uh, to enjoy it with you. And so good luck to you guys. Go well. Uh, we will be championing you all the way. We will be praying for you. So be sure to keep us included in your news. And we just love you. We believe in you. And we're really excited to be a part of your future. Hi, everyone. I'm Wadzi. I would like to honor Wayne and Genevieve Bathas. If you didn't know, that's her full name for being radical lovers of God, so ever faithful and really good shepherds. I was on a very religious path when I met them. And because of them, I found a personal relationship with my Abba Father. Thank you for your unconditional love for me, my family, and the entire community. I am so, so excited for what God has in store for you on this new adventure. And for the community of Danone as well, because they're in for a really, really good treat. Thank you for being good examples. We love you, Wayne and Jen. Hello, my name is Crystal and I'd love to take a moment just to honor my incredible friends, Jen and Wayne. They've become best friends to me and have been instrumental in my faith journey. I got saved in 2012 and joined their life group then. And um, they've walked the journey with me like no other. They've been there for me. They've fed me. They've um, been friends to me. They've loved me. They've fought for me. Um, through many highs and lows. They've prayed with me, they've mourned with me, they've laughed with me, and I'm gonna miss doing church with them so much. I love these two hugely, and I love how they've loved our community and our church, and I love how they love people. It's an honor for me to wish them well in their journey ahead. I love you guys hugely. Hello, Wayne and Jen. Uh, just loads of love from Jackson, me, and all at Anthem. 
and uh, we just want to give a big shout out for your next season uh, we love you guys we are so grateful for you thank you for the role that you've played in our lives and uh, thank you for the role that you have played in life uh, in life changes in this uh, past season uh, your incredible wisdom and pastoral hand and uh, we are so looking forward to seeing what God does in you in this next season as you continue to work out uh, your dreams and your passions as you continue to serve God. And so uh, we just want to say, go for it. Well done. Anthem is behind you. Jackson I are behind you. We look forward to continuing in our partnership in the gospel with you. And uh, bless you guys. And I just trust that today is a great celebration in the Life Changes community with you guys. Hey Wayne and Jen, just wanted to say I honor you, I love you guys, I'm so sorry I can't be there for Send Off Sunday, but just thank you for the way you have poured out your lives um, and loving the people of Life Changes Church over the years, serving them, pastoring them, you both are incredible pastors and um, have a, an incredible call of God upon both of your lives. I'm so excited for this new chapter in your life, I'm so excited for what God's going to do in and through you um, in the area of Danoon and um, well done for saying yes and having courage to say yes to God and all that it is that he's called you to do thank you for your friendship thank you for all your encouragement Jen you've been an incredible friend to me and I know Wayne you've been an incredible encouragement to Mark as well but you've always encouraged me thank you so much and um, thank you for pastoring and loving the people of Life Changes so well we wish you all the best and sending lots of love good morning Life Changes Church Wayne and Jen, we are super excited for you in your new season and new chapter where you're heading up a, a work there in Danoon. Shirley and I have always known you to have hearts for the poor, the downtrodden, and we're excited that you are taking on that mantle to lift up the downtrodden and the broken and the hurting, to give them hope and a dignity we are super amped and excited for you. We'll be praying for you and we support you. And we're looking forward to see the space, what God is going to do in and through you in that poor area of Danoon. Yes, Wayne and Jane, we're just yeah, excited for you today. Just we always just want to we just want to say, first of all, that we love you guys. Mm -hmm. We think you so special. We love your hearts. We've always loved your heart for um Danoon. We respect it. And I do want to commend you for um, holding to, to not ever giving up on the dream and, um, and wanting to see it fulfilled. And now you're stepping into a new season where you will see that dream fulfilled in an even greater measure. And we support you with all of our hearts. Um, and yeah, we are, we're just sending our love. <laughs> and we're yeah. going to continue to pray God's grace to abound towards you and his anointing mm -hmm. and power. Mm -hmm. Lord bless you. Love you all. Bye for now. Cheers. Can I invite um, Wayne and Jen and the eldership team? I know guys have joined us from um, Century City and have come through. And um, we want to send this couple out with a bang. Oh, the worship team, get ready. What do you reckon? Come on. This is what the Bible says. Book of in Hebrews right at the end. Hebrews is written to a whole bunch of tired Jewish converts to the faith who tied in their faith and they are charged into the more that God has for them. And right at the end, there's this charge and there's a bunch of things I was going to mention, but just this one. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That scripture used to freak me out. <laughs> it still does freak me out a little bit. But it says this, remember your leaders, which means think back. 
Think back to the years of faith. Think back to stepping out of jobs, to step into more of God and giving more time to the kingdom. Think back to trusting God. Think back to faith and courage to take people into their homes. Think back. These are gifts to us that are given. If you receive leaders in your life, there's a gift. It says, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. As we consider there's a, and, and maybe you haven't had a chance, so this isn't a moment to lament that you didn't get to know Wayne and Jen. I would tell you there are leaders throughout this room, and there are leaders in the community, and there are people that if you allow them, they'll be a blessing to you. But you've got to consider the outcome of their way of life. Consider faith and courage. I look at this little... There's... Um, it's just the most amazing little man. You, don't look at me like that. <laughs> and, um, and, and, um, but faith. Yeah. Consider their faith. It says, and, and imitate. Not their story. Not their life. Imitate their faith. Yeah. And so that's the charge for us today. We've got a few gifts. Where are those things, Jude? Where we go? We, got a, we like shoes in this place. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to start out with the most important ones. Where we go? Will you unpack those, buddy? Is a is a pair for Zacatech. Nice. And there's a there's another pair for your big bro. They're exactly the same, buddy. And they're exactly the same. And then for my mates Wayne and Jen. I like these shoes. <laughs> these ones, this Jen, those are yours. Underneath these shoes, that you got a message that we'll keep shouting. The first one is keep moving. You can hold that one because I've forgotten what the second one is. <laughs> Stay free. And um, our, pri- our cry and our cheer is that you would keep moving for the kingdom of God. One thing I know about Wayne and Jen, they love Jesus. There's nothing fake about this couple. There's nothing inauthentic. What they say they will do. And I believe that Danoon is going to be a place that will never be the same again because of people who said yes to the kingdom of God. Prepared to pay a big price. And the charge and the challenge is not, wow, that was a cool service. My charge and my challenge to you and their charge of their lives and their charge and their challenge to you says, what has God called you to do? We're called to do different things. It's the genius of the kingdom of God. But what's he called you to? Do it. Trust Him. Stay free and keep moving in all that He has. And I promise you, you'll live an adventure you never thought was possible. And lastly, as part of uh, just sending you out, uh, I've been asking, Wayne, what do you need? And, and I know we don't know yet. So today we will um, we'll transfer 75,000 rand to Faith Village, just as seed money. Um, and uh, I can promise you it won't be the last time. And, and I know you don't know what, but I know that God's got a field. And as much as we need to buy a field, God's asking us his kingdom to advance and take a field. So we're going to sow seed, man, and you'd use that for the kingdom. You make that place that you've been the best place for Danoon and the best place that could ever be. And, and we'll continue to partner and we'll continue to celebrate all God's. We love you. We're so proud of you. And here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Gabe to pray. And then we're going to send our friends out. And if I can ask, can we stand just for a moment? And, um, 
And, and it's, it is that thing. This is not my job and this is not my... We, we set them out. We set them apart. As a family. I know someone even from this congregation have come to join us this morning. We send them out. I look at Bevy who's worked for years with Jen. I say, we send them out together. Look at the golden ladies. We send them out. And, and so we send them out together. But we commission them today. So we commission our friends. We celebrate what you've done in their lives as we considered and we remembered. We honor you, the goodness of a God who is faithful and kind and so committed to reaching every son and daughter of the living God. Every single one. That you would raise up men and women to stand. In times when men and women are running, you would raise up a man and a woman and a family at this time to stand for the kingdom, to stand for his glory, to stand for the broken, to stand for those who can't stand, to stand and declare the promises and the purpose of the living God to the broken, the bruised, the beaten, sons and daughters of the living God and to declare you are loved, be healed, receive his grace now. we pray together as a church family why don't you stretch your hands out to this couple this family Wayne and Jen have been a blessing to this church on a number of levels to me personally on a number of levels but the greatest thing they did for me was they introduced me to my bride they, they introduced me to Fiona and I feel that you're going to Danun to introduce a bride to their groom you're going to introduce a people you're going to say the Lord has remembered the Lord has remembered so why don't you stretch out your hands Father, I thank you right now for this amazing couple. I thank you, Jesus, that you have been faithful. And we thank you as we'll see your faithfulness. It gives us courage to know that you will be faithful still. And I declare right now, as Moses said, I can't speak. As Job said, I have no peace. As David said, I am a worm. As Isaiah said, I'm a man of unclean lips. As Elijah said, I've had enough, Lord. I can't go on. As Paul said, I am the chief of sinners. I thank you today. We don't send them out in the courage of their own capabilities. But the fact that you said, I am the bread of life. I am the true vine. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the door. I am the great shepherd. I thank you. You are the I am. The God of their yesterdays, the God of their present, and the God of their tomorrows. And we, right now, entrust them to your faithfulness. That they are great, they are wonderful shepherds. But I thank you that you are the great shepherd. The shepherd of their souls. So we anoint them. We empower them. We release them into the fullness that you have. And I thank you, God. The promise of God resounds over them that you, Jesus, will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against him. We believe this, we declare it in Jesus' name. The Lord has remembered and he will not forget. In Jesus' name, amen. So this is what we're going to do. And I um, and, and, uh, wish we could do this with every person who leaves the church and moves them, but we can't and sometimes but this, we want to celebrate this. We're going to send them out. You can come back for cupcakes though. <laughs> You can come back in afterwards. But we want to send them out through this and clap them out and celebrate. Is that good? Why don't you reach over them? This is, I know this is not celebrating. They hate this, huh? just so you know. They hate this. But I want to do this. So we're going to do this. We're going to send them out. Zaki, you're going to lead the team out. You're going to do that? Okay. We're going to cheer for them and celebrate what God is doing in the kingdom. And the Danun, why don't we celebrate it? We celebrate. Our mate.
Come on. If you are new to the life of the church, I thank you. I know church was a bit longer today, but God's real. He's kind. He's committed to His people, and He's He's calling us to reach far, to raise up and release wide. It's what He's calling you to, not just Wayne and Jen. He's calling you to reach far. He's calling you to raise up. He's calling you to release wide for the kingdom of God. He's calling you. So let today be a reminder that God's got a purpose and a plan for your story and your life. Bigger than you ever thought. And He's kinder than you ever thought. And He's more gracious and more willing to pour His power into your life than you ever thought.